what's up y'all we're back again week seven episode, oh no week 13 episode seven yeah we have seven weeks it's the one true fantasy football podcast and no more names that's the name now um i'm joined here with our regular host sahil and manny and this week we have egg as our guest say hello no <laughs> we'll, we'll count it <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right finally we're at the playoffs the last week before the playoffs no more changes to the standings we know who's in who's out i mean we knew beforehand too manny and joey y'all been sus all year and you you kept it going strong here in the last week i can't wait for first game <laughs> in the playoffs guys i'm so excited <laughs> oh man yeah yeah it's fun being a smart kid <laughs> you get to watch all the games you know chill out at home so do the rest of us, actually, because it's fantasy football. Um, <laughs> all right, let's just jump into the fucking recaps. Uh, first game we got here is the running back depot versus Game of Jones, Sawhill, and Manny. I mean, not much to say. Manny finishes the season the same way he spent most of it, just losing. <laughs> At least he's consistent. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be here 110 to 88. Uh, riding the high from his last Yikes. couple of weeks. He's just been pumped that he's finally escaped the bottom four. Good for you, man. Do your thing. The big things here, he picks up Ryan Tannehill for the matchup. He's been playing pretty well recently. Had a nice little matchup against Cleveland and drops 28 points. Uh, meanwhile, Saw Hill's first round draft pick here, Edward Hilaire, comes up with zero. Uh, he was activated at the last minute, but then held out of the game anyways. <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty disastrous for fantasy players, probably. Uh, but the real, the real, real story here is Darren Waller's 38.5 points. Yes, it yeah. is. That's just you. He had 17 targets, 200 yards, and two TDs. So I'll pick this guy up in the seventh round of the draft, and he was the fifth tight end drafted. But he's actually the second best in the league. Nice value there, I guess. But Saho, two weeks in a row. Last week, he had Tyree kills 51, and this week, Darren Wallace, 38. Both weeks, scoring kind of not so great totals. This week, I went in, so his score always looks a little better than it should. Thanks to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in mind, boys. He's not actually that good. <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll see channeling some of that flow energy get a blow up performance every week <laughs> oh man Miami, Manny man you finally gave up on the tri- triple stack with your stupid Falcons puts in Cousins and Damian Harris instead but you know it doesn't matter anymore you lost thanks Dan Julio's been injured for weeks and he still is your top scorer at receiver with only 12 points uh, too bad your other two combined for about 7 Ouch. McLaurin with his like wow. worst performance all year. I mean, it's a good time to have your worst performance since, again, you're out of the playoffs, so nobody cares. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> you could have at least tried to play spoiler as best as you could, but, you know, you can, uh, you can take peace in the fact that even though you could have picked up anybody, you could have done whatever you wanted with your team, but you still would have got the L and you still wouldn't have made playoffs. This Sick. Isn't a dynasty league, so you can't really tank for first pick. But that's uh, – maybe we'll talk about the new corner one day. <laughs> it's one of those things where like Sook, you and I last week we predicted I would win and Manny you know he had to do the right thing and pick himself I, I respect that I, I don't respect Ricky whatsoever I beat him last week obviously uh, and he somehow thought Manny would win and you know what Yahoo originally had me winning and that that's what happened it's just it's it's hard for me to shit on Manny when 
he ended the season on a three-game losing streak. I ended on a three-game winning streak. It's kind of like, you know what, I have all this success in life. I'm Kyrie Irving. Am I really going to talk to these pawns, right? Like, my time is worth more than that. You you move different over there, dog. Exactly. So, you know, we're operating on a different plane of existence right now. So why is this guy acting like he's in first place and he just walked off the block? (laughs) I just just want to say that if uh, I had three more points on the season, if I'd played my defense at one time, I benched them just to guarantee the win. I'd be in fifth place. I'd be in the top half of the league. I'd be kind of, you know, a tier. Oh, if this, if that. It's not an if. It's my my record. I have a winning winning record on the season. I don't know. Hey, do you want to post pictures of your other leagues and brag about those again? (laughs) Hey, absolutely. I'm 10 and 3, 9 and 4. I only win three leagues, three winning records. I'll beat you in any league. It's fine. Manny, what, I mean, what, what can you say? What do you have to say? I want to start by saying I was invited to the other leagues, but all right. (laughs) Throw that out. Good reason. You would have lost those two. We try to be a little bit more competitive over there. God, you know what? The triple stack could have worked. I'm just going to stick by that. Uh, No, no, I'm really not, man. Gurley was absolute trash for me the whole season. You know what? You said it's all, it's just fantasy. I'm going to give my, you know, end of the season spiel by the GM. Our team did not played to what it should have played for or played the level it should have played to um but darren waller was an absolute beast if you listen to the last podcast you'll hear me say i was kind of worried about darren waller putting up points and i mean you know you got to take the wins when you can get them right so i was right about that but i also want to point out (laughs) this guy i still would have lost but this guy said he was gonna play newton and I mean, you can brag about winning and doing all this, but you talk a lot of shit last week. Oh, I knew this was going to I up. am going to play Cam Newton. He's my boy. He's my boy. Yes. Cam Newton, not only, I mean, we'll get to this week. We don't need to talk about him too much this week because he didn't do too much, but you said he w- you were going to play him. So never- absolutely. My intention was to play him, but the win was more important. And when I was starting work on that Sunday morning, he was questionable. Uh, and I did not know if he would play. So I played it safe. Right. His 23 points would have beat you anyway. So I don't know why you're talking shit. If I oh, have I'm to, just saying that I can't trust you. Hey, I took the gamble on Clyde's questionable, and I got zero out of it. So you got to see that, hey, it's, uh, it was a decision that I had to make. Uh, Flo, would you have – well, who would you have played? Which quarterback would you have played in this uh, situation? I fucking hate Newton, so I would have played in time. All right. <laughs> Let's just – Flo, it was great having Fuck you on the podcast. Newton. We will uh, talk to you next think, week, all right? I think Sahil feels the same way about Newton as you, Flo. Based on Absolutely the fact that he didn't want to, he thought he was going to be out. Yeah, well, the, true. The greatest play. Russian quarterback of all time. Uh, <laughs> Do we want to? I mean, we we, yeah, we, we, we have a lot to go through today, but like Cam, Cam Newton's rushing TDs. Oh my God, it's crazy. It's pretty easy to get through Cam Newton. He sucks. Let's move on. We're done. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, Dude, just look at his stats this week, man. What the hell was that? <laughs> we're not. We're guys. One thing. One thing at a time. One thing <laughs> at a time. But the only thing that we need to wrap up this recap is um, I am on an upward trajectory, and y'all should be sweating. You still scored under your projected. <laughs> <laughs> because my running back did not play. I put up 110 points. 
with my running not back not playing. So, thank you uh, for coming uh, to my TED Talk. <laughs> it was a great TED Talk. Let's just uh, never revisit it again because it wasn't that great. Uh, next game, we have uh, Marcus, Young Jose and Loyal versus Suck My Ass, Joey. Uh, first place versus last place went exactly how you think it was going to go with the biggest point differential in the week of 2024. Marcus gets the dub that we all thought he would, but he actually only put up 103, which he would have lost to six of the other teams this week. But it just so happens that Joey drops a fucking disgusting 76 points. <laughs> and he loses anyways. Oh, I mean, no, Joey might have won this if he actually played his lineup. He actually would have won, yeah. He like, did the maths. He could have won this week. Oh, you did the maths? <laughs> yeah, I did the maths. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, luckily for Marcus enough, anyways, James Robinson... Like probably the best pickup made this season, mm-hmm. and uh, he also has the best tight end in the league with Kelsey. These two motherfuckers combined for 44, which is almost enough to beat Joey by themselves. Derek Andrew didn't have to show up at all. At 37 last week, comes up with a, a 5.4 on 15 carries this week. He's the third best running back in fantasy football, and uh, he has a nice little schedule coming up with the last three games against the fifth, third, and first worst defenses against the run. Um, that's going to suck for all of us. Yay. You're welcome, boys. Um, Marcus does. Yeah, why'd you have to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good at the time. You know? <laughs> now, now, come see, come saw. Uh, Marcus does lead 29 points on the bench here with Corey Davis, who had 182 yards and a touchdown. I think the next couple of weeks, he has a – he could maybe fuck up by picking up the wrong receivers. You know, he has a lot of iffy receivers. They're all kind of wide receiver twos and threes, and we'll see what happens. Um, Joey's side, he actually could have won the math here if he played Thielen and Henderson instead of uh, Fulgham, who has this garbage QB, and Sanders, who hasn't gone over 10 points. Actually, he has. He's only gone over 10 points once since he's come back from his injury in Week 10. And that would have been a 28-point swing, and he lost by 27. So he would have won by one. If he did fucking win, Flo would have actually ended up first place. Flo would have yeah, been first. Yeah, Joey, you... <laughs> Yo, Flo would have played V and Marcus would have played AC. So who knows what would have happened? Wow, you know, that's actually timeline where Joey didn't fuck up. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Isn't it hard to start um, Henderson over Sanders though? Uh, Sanders has been sucking pretty bad. Now. I know, like, but has been doing anything? I guess so. I don't blame him for no, that. He had yeah, a good. He had yeah. a good matchup against Green Bay. And yeah. uh, Henderson in his previous two games, 1.9, 1.9, mm-hmm. very consistent. You would predict another 1.9, but 14.4. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you, Flo, you make a great point there. I, I, I think uh, in, in certain situations, and we'll get to them in some of the other matchups, the questionable decisions are like, hey, why the fuck would you ever do that? Uh, but in, in this case, yeah, I think – Pretty much everyone in the league would be playing Miles Sanders in that match or in that matchup uh, over Henderson. So can't hate on Joey for that one. Can absolutely hate on him for being uh, feeling on the bench, but yeah, it is what and it is. Who he played instead, Fulcom. <laughs> yeah, that's just a poor decision. And can we take this opportunity to talk about how take back all the credit we gave Joey for fighting to the end? <laughs> <laughs> that guy is he is the towel 
he just sits there and lets he just let Marcus have his way with him. That's what happened. Yeah, you know what? I've been trying to motivate Joey by shitting on him. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, I've talked about the overall lifetime record on Yahoo. And now he has a losing record. He's now 29 and 45 across all his leagues, all his teams, lifetime. So I thought, you know, bringing that up would give him a reason to fight. And, and try and get some dubs here and there. Plus play spoiler, plus play huge implications in our rankings and matchups. But uh, clearly none of that fucking worked. So I think it's safe to say is Joey. Joey is the, the true ass sucker. He, he, that's it. That's all it is. He lives true to his name, right? He, he just does. sucks. That's he, it. You suck a lot of ass too, man. You don't know. I, 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 true, true. But I suck ninth <laughs> place ass. I'm not in that 10th place division with him, okay? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess <laughs> the little doves, the little doves you take at the end. You gotta of take the little wins, man. I got nothing to go on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I think that's it for that one. I mean, it went exactly what we thought was gonna happen. So. Yeah. There who wasn't... was the closest in the end with the point differentials? Because oh, last week you guys were all predicting. Yeah. So I, I went to, I went through that earlier today. Uh, Sook and Ricky had predicted that Marcus would win by twenty-five, and Ooh. Marcus won by twenty-seven. So they were the closest. I predicted wow. he'd win by 35. Manny thought he'd win by 40. I also found out that Ricky copied me, so like, it was actually just me. Oh, <laughs> I see. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, <laughs> if, if Marcus had not put up this uncharacteristically low performance and combined with Joey's uh, lack of lineup, he, he actually could have been pretty, pretty <laughs> wild. It could have been like 50 points if Marcus uh, hit projection. But um, he didn't, and we got uh, we got what we got. Also, next up in our matchup, we have Sook versus Ricky. And uh, Projection originally had this as a very tight game within a point, but Sook comes out with a confident 12-point victory, beating Ricky 119-107. to uh, Bit of a surprising result, uh, given that Ricky, you guys believe this or not, um, my sources told me Ricky implanted a mole on Sook's team uh, by the name of MVS. This Green Bay receiver has a four-year, $2.7 million contract, but could not say no to Ricky's under-the-table money. And MVS put up a negative, negative 0.4 on Sook's team. But Ooh. Sook, you were strong. You saw that, okay, I got, I got this guy actually, you know, messing up my team here. Um, and you motivated the rest of your team to put up a strong, balanced performance across the board, uh, starting with Lamar Jackson. He came back strong from COVID reserve, gave you 26 points, and almost had more rushing yards than throwing yards. Your big, big blow-up of the week, though, was Aaron Jones. Uh, about time. Uh, you acquired him through that blockbuster trade uh, that gave away Derrick Henry. And uh, Aaron Jones gave you 22 points on 15, 130, and 1 on the ground with another in 3 and 18 through the air as a little bonus. I think, um, I don't know about you guys, but there, there had been a little bit of doubt on uh, Jamal Williams encroaching Aaron Jones' role. Manny, are you, do you have any thoughts on uh, Jamal Williams encroaching on Aaron Jones' role anymore? Oh, uh, I thought I, I was... 
hoping that he would, but I don't know. I think uh, coming into the playoffs, it'll be more important, right? Because uh, are they going to rest Aaron Jones for the playoffs then and the actual NFL playoffs, right? So mm-hmm. I think his role might go up now, and I think it might become more of a factor now. So I'm actually, even in my other league, I'm holding on to him for that reason alone. You're holding on to Jamal Williams still, hey? Yep. Okay. Sook, I, I find that to be an interesting take. Do you share that take or not? Uh, no, I think Aaron Jones down the stretch is going to be the guy, especially with these shitty run defense coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, those are just easy points and easy wins for Green Bay. Uh, I think John Williams will play a role like the same as he has all season, like in the passing game mostly, but I don't think it's going to be uh, like a starting fantasy running back on most teams. And Flo, which, which way do you lean, the Manny or the Sook direction? I I think it's also going to be Jones for the rest. Um, I also hope for Suck that it goes that way because otherwise his trade would have really fucking sucked. Yeah. Okay. So I'm <laughs> I'm glad after after hearing Manny's take, I was a little bit thrown off. What I had written in the document was um, there were some doubts about Jamal Williams encroaching on Aaron Jones' role, but those doubts have been put to rest. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, because Aaron Jones had you know, 15 carries and, and had even some passing game work with, with three receptions. I, I think, Sook, you, you touched on it, but you've got to be salivating looking at those next three matchups against the first, eighth, and seventh defenses mm-hmm. for fantasy running backs. So I think you can, you know, bank on on a 20-piece from Aaron Jones most of those games. Um, I don't think you want to bet on the quad stack again, though. It's uh, actually a penta stack. Sorry? It's a penta stack. There's five of them. Motherfucker, there's five of them. It's a <laughs> pentastack. Okay. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, Dude, yeah. you took my game to a whole new level. That's why <laughs> I, <love it. laughs> Yo, Nani, I showed you how it's done for next season. Right? Take fucking <laughs> Dude, I might have to take the entire Falcons team. <laughs> you fucker. Not the Falcons. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, pick you, someone else, please. Pick, God. You gotta oh, pick, okay. pick and choose your teams here. Um, but with Aaron Jones, uh, Big Bob Tunyon, we got MVS, Crosby, Green Bay. I'm going to predict that MVS will not be making the roster again, but Tunyon's <laughs> turning into a very, you know, serviceable, good tight end. Uh, kickers are kickers. Green Bay, I guess their, their defense is, is good enough, depending on the matchup. So, um, Sook, are you going to keep riding the, the Penta or quad stack moving forward? Definitely not Penta. Definitely not Penta. <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, Probably going to reduce this a little bit. You know, I'm not like um, Manny. He sees it go well once and he just rides it out without thinking. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking Manny. Sure. And uh, we should <laughs> no, look at the... <laughs> I got should... drop MBS for sure. That's yeah. But again. Yeah. You, you, you can't have Ricky's players on your team. Yeah. I'm pretty um, sure since I've picked him up, he scored like four points total. Shit. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, if, if you take his five and subtract the negative point mm-hmm. four, yeah. you're you're right. That's yep. that is about it. Before that, he had twenty two and eighteen though. So mm. yeah, shit's uh, happening up there in Green Bay. And I guess we should pay a little bit of attention to the loser over here, uh, now renamed aptly as the White Towel. Ricky's team actually had the uh, part of your stack. He had Aaron Rodgers. Uh, that'd be great for you to, to have him too. Aaron Rodgers does his thing. MVP level season, 23 points on the board. Uh, Justin Jefferson also giving immense value as a rookie wide receiver, putting up 22.8 points. He's a wide receiver seven on the season. 
and it was a great decision to play him. It was not a great decision to bench Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs, or sorry, Stefan Diggs is the wide receiver seven on the season, and Ricky decided to bench him in favor of, uh, say, Cooper Cup or, or uh, A.J. Brown. Um, this is what I was alluding to earlier on. Some decisions make sense, you know, play Miles Sanders, uh, but some decisions don't make sense. Would any of you have ever benched Stefan Diggs, a wide receiver seven on the season? No. Yeah, I don't know. No. Flo? Egg? Mm, Stefan Diggs was not kind to me last year, so I actually might have considered it. Oh, okay. We have some uh, uh, hate from season <laughs> to season. I just want to point out that Manny didn't draft Devontae Adams this year for the same fucking reason, and that worked out very well for Manny. No, I, I didn't have a, hey, I didn't have a chance. Arjun picked him before me. But you wouldn't have done it. Questionable. Questionable. <laughs> Most likely, yeah, not. Yeah, but still. God. Yeah, I can, uh, I can see him leaving Amari Cooper on the bench because Dallas Cowboys are trash and they were against Baltimore. Um, but I cannot see leaving Stefan Diggs in favor of some of these other guys. Um, but it is what it is. I it, it frankly wouldn't have uh, made a difference, um, except I didn't do the math on that. So that's why I hesitated on, on saying it. Uh, the nice thing for Ricky, though, if he has any sort of light and life right now going to the playoffs, is that Zeke only put up 11.5 points, but had fat usage. He had uh, 18 carries and six targets. Uh, if he keeps getting that level of work, uh, one of those touches turns into a touchdown. I think he can uh, provide some value for, for Ricky. Flo, would you want uh, Zeke on your on your team? Honestly, the season that he's had is pretty underwhelming, mm-hmm. and especially after they lost like their offense with um, their QB going out so early in the season. I feel like he's he kind of picked it up in week eleven, but I don't know. I still wouldn't like you got to play him, but you were. You gotta wish that he would put up more points. Yeah, definitely. Manny, see on, on your playoff team, would you want Zeke? On my playoff team, um, <laughs> I'm talking about my other league now. I guess I have to, right? Because I'm I'm first in my other league, guys. Come on, sure. I hey, I haven't seen any screenshots. Yeah, because I, you know, that's the league on hand. If I suck ass, I sucked ass in that league. I don't brag about my other <laughs> league, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to a soccer game and brag about other skills because I have little to none. But still, um, look at who Ricky has, though. Who else is he going to rely on? Sahil, you know firsthand what happens when you pick Arizona card, <laughs> Arizona <laughs> running backs, man. Like It was actually San Francisco running backs, but yeah. Oh, San Fran, yeah. So, sorry. but I, I, I know running back struggles very well, hence, hence my current name. I, I don't know who he would pick over him. Um, I think he had... I, I know he said it was just a pickup, but I, I feel like he really was relying on Ahmed to kind of do something for him. And I, I just think he doesn't have anyone else. There's no one better. So I would take Zeke if I had Ricky's team. And I would take Ricky's team because they're in the playoffs, but still. <laughs> <laughs> so what have your, have your, what have your thoughts been on Zeke uh, this season and, and moving forward? If you, 
saw him across the way, uh, across the matchup, would you be uh, shaking in your boots? Mm, no. I still think he's a good player. Um, but, I, yeah, since, like, they don't have much of a passing game, you just, you know, you throw everybody on defense on the box and he's just fucked, right? Like, he's he's not that good, uh, unfortunately. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to have any, like, blockbuster games for the rest of the season. But I think he is still worth playing, especially on Ricky's team. Yeah. Given the running backs that he has. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you guys. It's, it's hard not to throw him out there, especially when there's so much talent. And uh, it, it sucks uh, for Ricky that the matchups aren't so good. We're against the 17th, 26th, and 22nd ranked defenses or, you know, higher rank being better, i.e. giving less fantasy points. So tough matchups coming up for Ricky on that front. But, hey, if he does a better job with his wide receivers moving forward, maybe he has a chance. Um, the next matchup here, um, not egg versus white flag, flow versus AC, also had, <laughs> also had some uh, questionable decisions when it came to, to wide receiver picking. But let's start off with the scores. The eggs unbreakable. We've all seen these Instagram uh, videos and, Science videos and everything. Eggs, when they are pressed in the right way, they just don't break. Um, and and Flo drops a 20, 20 point dub on AC with a final score of 117 to 97. Flo rises all the way to the top. He is tied with Marcus's first place record and he is on a seven game winning streak. Um, yes, sir. And frankly, it's been a pleasure to document this in our podcast week in, week out. We've been going for seven <laughs> weeks. Flo, you've been going for seven weeks. I feel like that's good energy all around. Um, and uh, it's about time that stops. But, hey, we'll, we'll get there when we get whoa, there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because I'm here to, to, to <laughs> whoa, win the playoffs. Whoa, whoa. So, you know, regular season's one thing. But now we're in the real season. Um, so, we'll, you know, we'll see. I'm sure we'll see that. You win. only say that because you finished sixth. Let's be honest. Well, we're gonna we're gonna see that wind break <laughs> soon enough. Don't worry, don't worry. Um, All right. So I did see that you and AC were very active on the waiver wire on the free agency um, prior to this game. I saw that you picked up D Booker, A Fisker, Kiki QT. You only ended up playing uh, Booker, who was a little bit dis- disappointing, but Taysom Hill, Dalvin Cook. Butker, they all gave you fat points. Uh, and then on the other side, AC had picked up Marvin Jones Jr. And, and Jarvis Landry. We'd actually talked about Jarvis Landry last week and been like, hey, is this a flash in the pan? He did well. Is that a good pickup or not? Turns out it was a good pickup. He gave great value of 16 points in the flex position. And AC actually hit on his other pickup as well. Marvin Jones Jr. put up 21, but on the bench. <laughs> I did the math on this one. If AC had done a better job picking his wide receivers, he could have scored 128 points and had a 10-point victory on new flow. So, Flo, when you were watching his bench popping off, how was uh, how was that? It felt really good, honestly. Yeah. It was like, you put the wrong players on, I'm going to win this week, let's do it. Absolutely. It felt, it felt so good. <laughs> and much Sorry, of felt AC. especially good to see his 23 from Beasley, 
Uh, yep. 18 from Ayuk, 21 oh, yeah. from Marvin Jones, especially when you had 18 from Kiki QT on your bench, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. At so... first, at first, I was like, "Well, both of our benches kind of popped off, so I can't really fault him." And then his bench just kept going, and I was just, "Wow, AC, you really gooped." <laughs> But then I also can't fault him. Like, if you look at his wide receivers, the ones that he started, I feel like most people would do that. I agree. So if you would, you would have made the same wide receiver decisions? Yeah, you can't bench Keenan Allen. Yeah, there's no way. Definitely not a benchable player. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the other ones, like, the only players, like, Brandon Cooks has been pretty good. Brandon Cooks, I think, is benchable, though. Um, That one I would have considered, and same with Jarvis Landry, I would have considered as well. Um for mostly for probably Ayuk, to be honest, and maybe uh, Cole Beasley. Okay, yeah. Manny, did would you would, in this team in this situation would you have played Marvin Jones at all? Marvin Jones, uh, give me a sec. Sorry, um, I was I was focused on Kamara to be honest with you guys <laughs> right there because I wanted to you know bring it up every week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, right? We talked about this. We talked about it last week too, uh, with um, the hindsight being twenty twenty. But I mean, I probably would have played Marvin Jones. I picked him up. He's getting the targets right with Galladay out, and I think it's it's a numbers game, right? So, and he could have blown up for big. So, I probably would have played Marvin Jones over Landry. I don't like the Cleveland Browns, man. Fuck those guys. Hey, they're putting on a uh, putting on a run here. They they weren't doing anything for me when I had OBJ, <laughs> so I'm a little salty about that. Still, could have made playoffs, <laughs> but yeah, no, I probably would have played Marvin Jones. Interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm Marvin Jones was actually a last minute pickup. It was Sunday morning that uh, AC picked him up. So, a lot of indecision, a lot of you know back and forth. A lot of decisions um, that, that need to be made. And AC is good at uh, raising that white flag uh, every time uh, when he makes his bad decisions. It's like, hey, I give up before it even starts. And uh, his, uh, his team kind of follows suit in, in that regard. Um, any final thoughts on, on this matchup? Uh, Egg, do you feel good about your team moving forward? Um. Absolutely. I think Hill is really tearing it up. Um, I think he actually is a better pick over Breeze um, because he adds that rushing threat. Dalvin Cook this week, oh my goodness. I was watching that game. He could have gotten like two touchdowns in addition to his whatever crazy number of yards. Mm -hmm. 120 yards on 32 carries. Holy shit. So like God. this guy is getting worked to the like oh my goodness because Madison's out mm. so he's getting absolutely everything so if those if I had two more touchdowns like he was literally at the goal line for both of them right yeah I, I mean like I would have been player. what one hundred thirty five or something something like that that's so, wild but leading up to it I mean leading up to obviously this is gonna get into next week how much confidence do you have in Lockett? He's been so often on. Is he a guaranteed yeah. start for you every week? He has I to just, be. I, I just guess, can't he's not. It, yeah. I know. I I've, I've been a little bit disappointed with the with the targets that he's getting over the last little while, but I don't know. He always offers that like crazy high ceiling mm-hmm. every time, and if if they just if they connect really well, 
then he can go for so many points. So I don't think I can. Especially upcoming him. against the Jets, there, there's no way uh, yeah. that you can bench him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I do remember, like, earlier on in the season, um, I think at some point Arizona, like in week seven, which is the week that he blew up, at that point, I think Arizona was ranked, like, I don't know, something red uh, mm-hmm. for the defense. So, like, above 20-ish. And he puts up so many points for them. So, against that defense at that point. So, I feel yeah. like these upcoming matches, they're all red. Maybe, you know, maybe Lockett will pull through for me. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm hoping. Yeah, especially now with um, DK Metcalf maybe drawing the best corners and the focus of the coverage in those tough defenses. Yeah, it, it's possible Lockett becomes... The, the easier option. And um, the other point I want to touch on with Delvin Cook, like you said, Madison's out, which might explain why he's getting so much passing work. He had nine targets for six receptions mm-hmm. um, on top of his massive um, rushing day. So he, you know, makes up for the fact that um, Devin uh, Booker. Was, I know, kind of shot the bed. Yeah. I mean, it was Delonte, he's sorry, better, Delonte, he did Booker. better than Gibson because Gibson – Left with two carries, and he now he's out. Yeah, so, so you, you made the right call I there. Made the right call, yeah. You also made the right call benching Juju. That's got to be a tough one week in, week out. Hey, what do you do with Juju? Oh, my God, yeah. He's such a headache. Um, <laughs> my goodness. Just like, he's a headache. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can play him confidently any week just because of Deontay Johnson and Claypool taking up so many of the targets. Um yeah, he's he's been. I think I drafted him pretty early on as well. Um, just hasn't worked out. Yeah, you had the confidence to play T. Higgins, who is a wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Yes, that, that was that was a surprising play. I mean, it it worked out. Higgins fine for has you. been doing really well, though. Even the the problem is now they have a bad QB. They lost Burrow, mm-hmm. but yeah. before that, I was. I was getting really good work out of Higgins, so I believe in him more, actually. Than yeah, he was putting up double at this point. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be a tough decision for you week in, week out. And yeah. now that you have this blow-up performance from uh, Kiki QT, um, and if Galladay comes back, yeah, there's it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see what you do. Uh, just don't do what AC did because that <laughs> yeah. fucking that's just horrendous. <laughs> um. And we're going to take a a quick break here before we uh, come back for the final recap. All right, everyone. Welcome back. There was a break. We'll probably put a sponsor in there one day. Hopefully. Probably not. Um, But... Yeah, that brings us to the final matchup. Uh, Devontae's Inferno, Arjun, versus wide receiver 14, 13, 17, Tom. Tom uh, lost this one. No surprise. Uh, Arjun continues, <laughs> <laughs> continues well, does well again um, on the back of Devontae Adams as, well, as I've been kind of promoting this guy from ever, from the last couple of weeks, just talking about how great he is and how he's, probably the most dominant wide receiver right now uh putting up 29 points forget the fact that herbert did 
pretty much nothing for Arjun as a QB. Six points in their loss against New England. They didn't do too well. Uh, probably sm- saw him smiling there. New England beat um, beat LA, and that means Newton got some points there. Sahil, do you take any victory in that? Yeah, I mean, Cam's my guy, so absolutely. A win for Cam is a win for me. There you go. I just wanted to let you have that in there, right? I just wanted to get you your Cam brownie points after, you know, me and you went at it with uh, our matchup. But, um, yeah, Arjun did really well. Kareem Hunt didn't have too much going on. His spiral just continues week after week ever since Chubb returned. I don't think he's been He's not been playing too well these last couple of weeks. Seven points, six before that, eight before that. And then the Houston game, he put out 14. But I don't know. It looks like it's just a continuing spiral for Kareem Hunt. Plus side, Arjun actually finally picked the right Indianapolis running back. JT, Jonathan Taylor, gives him 21 points. And then, um, I mean, in terms of... um, he could have picked Hines as well. We still gave him 10 points, but I got to take a moment here. And uh, once again, bring you back to Devonte Adams corner here and talk about how great this guy has been. All right. So we're going to take a little side step here and talk about how great Devonte Adams has been. Sure. This Tampa Bay game again, 11 touchdowns, seven games, 11 and oh. a half targets per game. 110 yards averaging per game. And then I took a breath back and I was like, okay, am I just way too far gone with this Devontae Adams thing ever since I drafted him last year and he did nothing for me? So I looked back in 2019, this guy had five touchdowns in the regular season. That's it. In seven games now, he's had 11. So, you know, fuck this guy, but... I love him. <laughs> I love him. And I don't know, Sook, do you have anything to add? I know you love the Green Bay stack. How do you feel about that? I mean, he's, the what, the second best wide receiver this season? He's fucking the best player on Argent's team for sure. Like, without a doubt, uh, carrying him to a lot of his wins. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say other than he's fucking fantastic. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to have him, right? Should have made a trade for him. No, I'm good. <laughs> um, what do you think, Sahil? You, you seem pretty impressed by his uh, yeah, help. Yeah, I, I love big, big fan of Devontae Adams. Uh, I have him in the Dynasty League, that league where I'm 10 and 3, no big deal. Um, Devontae's great, absolutely great. The part that's interesting to me about this team, which, by the way, still every week, Devontae's Inferno, I just, I love the name. I think that's one of the best names of the season. Um, which is good because, you know, hey, Arjun, good for you. You won this matchup. You, you're going to win, you know, the best name award, but you're going to lose the league. So take, take what you can. Um, I think the decisions that he's going to have to make on running back with Kareem Hunt is going to be tricky. For example, this week, he would have been better off running both indie running backs. Um, and is that something, like, I feel like personally, that'd be a tough thing to do to throw out two running backs from the same team but it might be something that he has to do moving forward. I was actually talking to Arjun a little bit about that leading up to this uh, the last week, and he was debating between 
whether or not he should put on two indie running backs. I was like, really? You want to do that? And like this week, yeah, he absolutely should have done that. Damn. <laughs> He's got a, a little bit of a situation there. <laughs> well, I've heard that Mixon might come back. I mean, obviously teams are going to start shooting those rumors out there, right? Just, hey, this guy might come back. So other teams have to prepare for them. But I mean, let's, if he comes back, is he not a auto start? After Mixon, being injured. Yeah. I, I think Mixon would be an auto start, especially given Cincinnati Bengals quarterback situation. He probably would lean a little bit more on the run. Uh, but they're just a garbage team overall. Mm. Uh, kind of like Arjun's team, really. And <laughs> it's hard Are you to... just going to go through every team and tell them how, why they suck? <laughs> I mean, Seems I like the they, they know it. When they look in the mirror, they know. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, like, that's what friends are here for, right? You got you to gotta speak the hard facts, the hard truth. It's tough love. Try again next year. Be a little bit better, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, Mixon would be a start, but it'd be a risky start. I think the floor would be low, uh, but the volume makes him – would make him a play. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where – where that ends up. I think, though, for Arjun, Deontay Johnson has been a huge value play. Um, this wide receiver has just put up 17 points for him this week um, and has been double digits four of the last five weeks. So I think that, you know, to have that give you extra value, I think that gives him a little bit of hope where maybe he shouldn't have it anyway. <laughs> yeah, he had a pretty good bounce back performance right with the 8.6 he put up last week um it's good to see though i mean he's still getting the flow you talked about how juju is splitting the targets with deontay johnson and my boy claypool but i mean he's still getting he got 13 targets right so or sorry 12 targets and was able to put up 17 points so i I mean i don't know i think it's just a juju issue rather than a pittsburgh steelers sharing the wealth there but um maybe he's just getting phased out but I mean, it he had a couple up. strong weeks. He has, and I mean, can you say the same about Juju? I guess no. I'm talking about Juju. He had a couple strong oh, weeks. Did he? Oh, yes. Well. So you're gonna play him in the playoffs? That's the real question. That's the question. Yeah, but you can stick with uh, your boy Lockett. Uh, speaking of his counterpart there, DK Metcalf on the losing team, Tom's team. I don't know what it is about Tom's team. I just don't want them to win. I don't know what <laughs> is. What makes them so hateable? It's the stupid fucking name. It, it might be the stupid fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> we basically had the best name play the worst name, and that is absolute garbage. <laughs> like you know how you're talking about you would do push-ups if Joey beat you, which he almost did. But you should do push-ups for having the most the dumbest name I've ever seen. <laughs> you were so creative for so long. What happened? AC's brother couldn't help you out with a name now? Ooh, he helped hey, you with the draft. Shit. God, man. Ooh, Someone get man. this guy something. And he's cubing over here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, fine, fine. We'll talk about his team. We'll talk about his team. Let's start with his pickup of Snell. All right. He thought, oh, Connor's injured. Oh, Connor has COVID. Let's pick up Snell. Snell got him a measly two points. Let's start off, started off great, Tom. You got Snell, got him two points. I mean, he tried. He had eight rushing attempts, only got five yards. He had three targets, only got five yards. At least consistent. I mean, we preach consistency in the podcast. He's consistent. Keep it up, Tom. <laughs> um, 
the one good pick he had, I mean, it's not a triple stack, but he did have Ebron for Pittsburgh. I'm a fan of his. I think as a tight end, he's been playing pretty well. So I guess I have to give Tom credit there. Um, and then the bane of my existence. For some reason, again, another player. I think it, I just hate him because he's on Tom's team, but Michael Thomas, <laughs> another good week for him. 11 targets, 15 points. Um, looking at his target share, it just seems like, I mean, I guess – pretty obvious stat but if he gets his targets he's able to get the points um small sample size this year but if you look at his stats last year it's kind of fairly similar for the most part you throw to him his larger target shares he'll get more points he's not super efficient he needs the high-end targets and he's getting them right now so it's working for him um, when you said like, oh, another good game from him, I was surprised to hear you say that because this is only his second double-digit game of the season, given the vast majority of the season he didn't play. But like, yes, you throw Michael Thomas out there week in, week out because of the name and the talent and everything, but it's it hasn't been, you haven't gotten what you wanted out of him this season. I'm just thinking about the fact that he played me and he had to put up double digits that week too. First. So that's probably fresh <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah Benny he's Snow. got a grudge. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, know what it is. It's Tom's team, guys. Man, I told all you about the grudges. <laughs> There's, he, and um, I mean, going into it, I'm looking at, yeah. Tom, you should have played Judy, man. Uh, you didn't give this guy any regular season games kept him tried to trade him I mean I'm pretty sure you probably offered him for Devontae Adams at one point but you know no bites and you still don't play this guy you keep him on the bench I think that's annoying me too (laughs) I'm not in the playoffs so I just got to complain about things I can complain about (laughs) hey fair you do you Manny I don't know what it's like over there in non-playoff land but um me and Joey are cozy Benny Snell didn't work out, but Montgomery worked the heck out. Like twenty-five points this uh, this time around. He put up twenty-two last week, so I, I think Tom's got to be excited about what he's got with David Montgomery moving forward. Especially the matchups. Houston is second for fantasy Wyatt or fantasy running back. So well uh, get that's gonna erase a lot of the the deficits of other players is when you can have your running back put up 25 it it gets interesting for tom especially also if josh jacobs and james connor come back right Mm -hmm. is is connor an auto start is is, i mean it's a great discussion point because i don't know if he is his numbers are hit or miss he has uh, one, two, three games that are like under six points, but he also has you know a lot of good ten plus point performances. What about what flow? What do you think? Would you play James Conner the way Roethlisberger's been playing, especially right? He's hitting his wide receivers too. He's got three tanks, and I mean three guys he likes to use. Do you think would you start James Conner? Honestly, looking at these um, match, I think the question is going to be like whether or not Connor goes on or if he puts in Woods, I guess, is the other option for his flex. Mm-hmm. Um, picking between those two, honestly, I think Woods gives him a higher... Like He's got good matchups coming up as well. Oh, he already played this week. 
Minus this week, like future <laughs> weeks. <laughs> this week he didn't do so hot. <laughs> but yeah, I think moving forward, if Connor does come back, I don't think he would put up the same amount of points, to be honest. Big Ben's throwing a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in. All right. Yeah, I, agree. I think Josh. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is like a must start if he comes back. Um, Montgomery is like the hot hand. Two weeks in a row over twenty and an easy schedule going forward, and Connor is just kind of like a question mark. I would definitely rather play Woods over Connor too. So I think he's not a start player for Tom. Not a must start. Wow. Mm. Do you think Josh Allen, who That's put up thirty points yeah. on the bench, is he a must start, especially given the next matchup against Pittsburgh? Uh, that's a tough one see that's yeah, really that's tough really hard. I, I think you roll with it right? well it depends on how comfortable the rest of his matchups are right so if he's if he needs a guy to blow up then then you would go with Josh Allen right because he has potential to do that but it is still against Pittsburgh yeah. I mean hey if we're already uh, into looking into the next week uh, predictions <laughs> uh, let's just jump into that Tom's team, we're already analyzing it. Let's switch over our apps and our websites to week 14, um, which is our quarterfinals playoffs. It is win and you live, lose and you die. This is for all the marbles right now. And Tom is actually my opponent. Tom is a third seed. I'm the sixth seed. Um, and Flo, as you mentioned, Bobby Woods already played this week, didn't do so well. So uh, I'm a big fan of what's happening there. Now, um, I don't want to give Tom too much advice on on what to do with his team moving forward here, but we just touched on this tough decision of of Josh Allen versus uh, Deshaun Watson against Chicago. Um, Would you mind just guys touching again on, on which one, which quarterback would you play? Slow. It's such a hard call. Um, I'd flip a coin. <laughs> I don't know how to pick between these two, man. Okay. Let um, oh, right. maybe I'll get it started. Maybe I'll get the and rolling. Maybe oh, flip a coin. God damn. Yo, this is a rising egg here, man. Uh, hey, clearly, it's a it's a strategy that's working. He's gone bad. I yeah, I can't even fault it. But okay, so if you take this week into account, based on projections right now, he's expected to lose with the performance Woods put up. I probably would go Josh Allen, just because you know high risk, high reward kind of thing. I I. I would probably switch out Watson for Allen personally, but what the hell do I know? I'm not even in the playoffs. God damn it. <laughs> so. <laughs> and uh, Sook, what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, my calculating, calculating. Oh, God, he's going to break, isn't he? <laughs> I would probably play Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm going to say Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson is more consistent. And, um, Pittsburgh is fucking really sick. <laughs> Their defense is so good. I, I, yeah, I think Sean Watson is just a better play here, especially in playoffs. I don't think the rest of his team needs that, like, boomer bust to win. Um, he has a pretty good team, and it's a pretty even matchup. 
So I think he can win with the with the the more steady player. So I disagree with you guys. Even though this guy's my opponent, I don't want to give him good advice. Um, no cap. I actually think Josh Allen's a better play because uh, we just saw uh, Pittsburgh lose, right? Like maybe but- they've lost their mojo a little bit. And and Josh Allen, he can be a rushing threat as well. Um, so I think that dual threat nature. Plus, his team is on a fucking roll right now. I think Josh Allen might actually be the the better play, even though you know it looks like Pittsburgh's a tough tougher defense. Um, I think the way those teams are trending, Josh Allen might might be a, a big blow up play, and especially right now, we already have we know that Woods underperformed, so Tom has to be shooting for ceiling right now rather than safety potentially. Rather than going for a safe uh, floor, you might have to pick the guy who can put up the, the most points. Interestingly, he currently has James Conner in his lineup. Yeah, uh, I think he's thinking about Josh Jacobs being in or not. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how, how that plays out. What are we um, looking at for Jacobs? I think he's most likely going to play. Also, going back to the Pittsburgh thing, I like they played three games in 12 days. Like By that third True. game, you're fucked. Like, your body is dead in football so yeah i think now that they've had time to rest they'll be back on track tom pick the right player that's our that's our advice overall it's also (laughs) it's also forecast shows rain right so um if you look right the 50 percent chance of rain so if it does rain i mean i think you'll see josh allen running a little bit more too right and then if you look at pittsburgh's matchups I guess Lamar Jackson likes to run too. So if you look, I mean, he did well against them. So got six, well, not really. He got 16 points, but can't do anything else. So um, I don't know. I would still go Josh Allen. I'm with you, Sahil. Flo still has to decide. I decided Watson. He just wanted to split it 50-50. It's like, no, 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 I did not. Um, all right, and uh, do you guys see any tough decisions on my side here? Every decision you make is gold, man. You you win. You win life. Kenny, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm glad you're coming around and understanding what what it's about. Um. Well, I, my QB decision. I think I've already hit on that. Um, I did not trust Cam this week against that Rams defense. Um, I think Tannehill will do better than 5.36 points. Um, and I didn't roll out James White either, um, once again, because of the defensive matchup. So I guess the, the decisions I have to make that I'd love your guys' thoughts on are uh, on does Mike Williams have any mm. role in my lineup? And could Carlos Hyde against the New York Jets be a sneaky play? Carlos? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think not Carlos Hyde. Yeah. But you're, yeah, go on. Sorry, sick. No, you go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no, go for it. I I was just (laughs) going to ask. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I was just going to say Carlos Hyde's probably not the play. They have Chris Carson back, even if he is playing the shitty defense of New York. Uh, It's probably not worth it, given your other running backs are probably better plays. Are they? Edward Solaire? Hmm. You don't think so? I don't know. I think Miami's not terrible. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't entirely trust Edwards there if he's 
going to be the guy. I don't if know. Take, if you take him out, though, do you play Mike Williams instead? Like that's Williams that's the thing, right? So that's your best punch player is definitely Mike Williams. Yeah. And he's your well, best. Yeah. Like the only consideration you should make probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think potentially – sorry. No, go ahead. I think potentially if um, Eckler hadn't come back yet, maybe you could play Williams, but I think they're using him a lot more um, in their offense. And I think that's probably affecting his um, his points every week. Do you think, Sahil, do you think with your team, you're kind of, you know, they may or may not use Edward Solaire, so that might hit, might not. And same with Evans, right? So with Tampa Bay's wide receiver, yeah. are you a little nervous? So I'm, honest, I'm not nervous with Evans. I, I think the Minnesota matchup, Minnesota does give up yards to wide receivers. They're ranked second. Um, and plus, Minnesota's on a tear as well. So I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Ball will get thrown a lot. I think hopefully that'll be a quarterback duel there. Yeah, Clyde does give me a little bit of concern. But I actually think Mostert gives me more concern Mm -hmm. because the San Francisco running backs have been breaking my heart all season. And this matchup is trash right now. Washington's 30th against fantasy running backs. uh, Whereas Mike Williams has Atlanta, who's third against the wide receivers. So it's going to break my heart if if that kind of flex decision is the make or break on the rest of my season. I think this matchup's going to be really good. Like, there's a lot of toss-ups here, right? So so let's get into it. Let's put a, a name on it. Who do you think is going to win? What is your prediction on this matchup? Uh, I think I think you take Isaiah. I I really do like your team better overall. And, I mean, Mostert, I, I agree. It is a bit of a question mark and a little bit of Edward Hilaire, but I think you'll, I think you'll end up winning out. Yeah, and I guess it's a little bit easier now that we know that uh, Woods underperformed. Uh, That's true. By about eight points. I also think I will be winning and moving on to the next round, to the semifinals. Uh, Sook, where is your prediction on this one? Uh, you guys are so confident in your predictions over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been picking Tom so many games this season. <laughs> I feel like I want to pick him again almost. But, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Sahil. I think his team is more consistent, to be honest, outside of Edward Hilaire. Um, the Tom's team just has a couple question marks at running back and receiver with Woods' 5.6. It's pretty gross. I'm <laughs> not, used, not used to seeing that from him. But, yeah, no, I think Sahil pulls a dub. But it'll be tight. Close and Flo, are you going to make that 4 for 4? Hmm. You know, if Josh Jacobs comes back, mm. which we don't really know yet, but I think if he comes back, Tom actually has a shot still to win this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, reason I say that is um, I think Deshaun Watson is still a really good pick, even though he's going against Chicago and Tannehill is going against Jacksonville. Um, I think Watson still puts up more points than Tannehill. Um, Metcalf's got a great matchup as well. Montgomery's got a huge, really good matchup against Houston, and he's been putting up crazy points, whereas Hilaire has like done nothing. If Jacobs comes back, my win is on Tom. I would say. 
Okay. Well, I mean, we need a prediction here. Who do you think is winning? Not if Sands or Buck. Flip a coin. Who is winning this? Well, if you ask me tomorrow when we know if Jacobs will come back. No, 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 no. We are asking you right <laughs> that now. That is a We're very – Normally, we ask you on uh, – we ask our guests Wednesday or Thursday. You're getting to predict on a Friday. Um, all right. I'll go with Tom. All right. I like that you picked something and, and are sticking with it. Uh, let's move on to the next matchup here. Um, the number one ranked Marcus versus the eight ranked Sook. Um, right now, there is uh, a little bit of hope for Sook in that Christian McCaffrey is doubtful for this week. Uh, DJ Moore also still on COVID reserve. So uh, Carolina Panthers have been helping Marcus a lot, but might hurt him a lot this season or this this matchup manny do you think sook has any chance to break through i don't man <laughs> Shit. sorry sook i'm so sorry man i i i think marcus takes it actually there's a bit of mark with murray i was gonna bring this up too that he's he's dealing with a shoulder injury right now too right so he hasn't been playing as well but i I don't know. I can't see Marcus losing. Maybe it's just the fact that I think his team's just so stacked. But without McCaffrey playing, he still has Robinson and Henry. So, and Davis will play then. So he has the backup. So I, I think he'll do fine. I, I think Marcus is going to win this one. Um, I think Suk can make it close with Ridley. But I mean, I think I'm going to have to let go of my uh, Atlanta Falcons there. And I, I don't know if he'll, he'll do that great, but um, yeah, no, I think Marcus takes it. I think it's going to be a clear cut win. I think it'll be close, but I think, yeah, it'll be Marcus. Flo, anything to add on to that one? No, I think it's going to be Marcus this week as well. Even though he doesn't have McCaffrey, uh, his team just, there's so much talent across the board. Absolutely. And his kicker puts up so many points every week. Why is that a thing? Like, what? Yeah, that's actually fucked, bro. That's yeah. Fucked. That's fucked. It's crazy. This kicker has 140 fantasy points on the season. It's, it's, it's wild. It's crazy. Stupid. Uh, what the fuck? He's ranked fucking 63rd overall. Yeah. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Just absolute beast, um, which is wild. Which is Suck, um, I, hate, I hate to ask you, uh, I'm, I'm going to win. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm picking myself, actually. You're picking yourself. And mm-hmm. uh, other than, you know, just the, the valor of it, uh, is it, what's your actual legitimate game plan to, to beat Marcus? I think I when I have, like, decent matchups across the board, uh, coming off, like, one of my better weeks, you know, my players might be picking it up here. Aaron Jones finally got his groove back. Um uh, not gonna lie, it's pretty uh pretty long shot here. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys, I'm not I'm not delusional or anything. But but you gotta put some faith in your boys. You know, if you don't believe in your own team, who the fuck will? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I pick me. Fair. I, absolutely. No, it's it's it, it, you gotta pick yourself. Aaron Jones projected 19 points. Also, it's gotta be rough seeing Derek Henry uh, yeah, that's, across yeah. the yeah. way. <laughs> Dude, I fucking traded for the two running backs. That was my fucking game plan. This motherfucker got a concussion and now he has COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a chance here that Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, 
outperforms Derrick Henry, and that trade will have been legendary for you. Mm, yep. So, uh, that I, I think you imagine know. Imagine if I imagine if I win because Aaron Jones drops like forty-five. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is in the playoffs <laughs> to have a trade yeah. like something like that play out? I think that that that'll be really Al- cool. Alternatively, I could also get forty-five drops on me by Derrick Henry. So this is the true one, and. Um, We'll we'll see how, how J.K. Dobbins does for you. Maybe that'll be your ex. No, he's actually he's actually overperforming in like most weeks. Okay. You know when uh, you're, you're just grasping at straws when you're like, oh, yo, he's actually overperforming, man. Come on. Well, I was thinking about benching him, but this motherfucker got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> All right, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> that, that's fair yeah and just to you know wrap it up i will also be choosing marcus uh to, yeah, yeah, to win this one uh we've got uh 10 minutes left in this zoom session so let's keep on rolling next up we have ac who is the fourth seed versus ricky who is the fifth seed um manny why don't you start this off who do you think's taking this one i think um well it's easy right now right with uh AC's great pickup that we did men- at Cam Akers, man. What a pickup by AC. I think that was clutch. And I don't even think it was a waiver wire pickup. I can't really recall, but um, I think he takes it. I don't trust Ricky's running back situation at all compared to AC's, Kamara and Akers. So I'm going with my boy AC. Oh, but look, Ricky's actually playing digs. So you know, rejoice, <laughs> boys. Rejoice. <laughs> It's not going to help him, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Suck, so, you, you, do you see Godwin on Ricky's bench? Would you be trying to throw him in the lineup somewhere? Mm, I don't think so, no. I like the three receivers that he has. Um, I think uh, Diggs and Jefferson, you, you have to play at this point. And uh, A.J. Brown has been pretty solid all season and recently especially. Um, and he has a good matchup this week in Jacksonville. Um, the Buccaneers looking kind of sus lately as well. So I don't, I don't know. I just don't trust those players right now. So who's your uh, prediction here? Oh, I'm picking uh, AC though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, given given what we've, we've seen already, it does make it a little bit of an easier pick. Flo, I assume you're picking the same? Yeah, AC for sure. Okay. Sorry, and Ricky. Do- and do you think uh, AC can uh, lose this with his wide receiver decisions? Um, good question. Like, is there anything you would do different? Would you put Cole Beasley against Pittsburgh, or would you go for Ayuk? Uh, no, you would not go Ayuk against Washington. Would you go Jarvis Landry against Baltimore? That's a tough call, honestly. Uh, Jarvis Landry has been playing pretty well, but I don't know. Baker likes to spread it around quite a bit, and next week he's got a tough matchup. Yeah, the reason the I ask is because... Uh, sorry, go on. Yeah, on the flip side, Allen has a lot of receivers too to throw to um, in Buffalo. He's also playing Pittsburgh, guys. So I know. It's another mentioned tough. that too, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's hard. A, that's a hard call. It is tricky because because AC has this luxury of 
overperforming acres. He got an extra 10 points. Now he's in a position where he's probably wanting to play safer players rather than high potential players, right? Mm-hmm. He just wants to make sure that they do meet their projection and, and he'll be okay with that because he's got almost a 20-point projection window right now. So, yeah, I think, I think yeah, his lineup's looking fine, but he, there might still be decisions uh, to be made here. Um, I'm also, you know, making the easy pick here. AC is going to take it. Um, Ricky has already thrown in the white towel, but the white flag um, was the original on that. So we'll see. We'll see who can suck more and, and give up better. Looks like Ricky's going to be able to give up better in this matchup. Finally, we have Flo versus Arjun. Egg versus Devontae's Inferno. Is the egg going to get cooked? We have six minutes left in this call to find out. Um, Flo, I'm going to hand it off to you off the start. You are already down 21 points because of the Los Angeles defense. Can you come back? Oh, man. That was so hard to watch on Thursday. Um, (laughs) So hard to watch. Uh, So I still believe in my team. I'll just say that. I think I'm going to win still. Uh, And the reason why I'm saying that is I don't think, um, I don't think some, so some of his players like Jamal Williams, I don't know if he's going to be able to reach his projections with Adams playing so well. Uh, sorry, not Adams Jones playing so well. Um, Gronk is kind of like a hit or miss. I know some weeks he does well, some weeks he doesn't do well. Um, Jonathan Taylor splits it with the other running backs. Uh, it's always kind of like a toss up. Last week he predicted well, but this week it might not go so well. Um, his kicker, I don't really know. He doesn't do so well either. So I feel like there's some. There's quite a few players that can underperform here. I'm quite scared of Devontae Adams. Um, I don't really want to talk about him too much because uh, it just kind of gives me anxiety looking at the matchup that he's got. But um, if Devontae Adams pops off, he's got a really good chance of winning this. On the flip side, though, um, I think I've got a pretty good shot. Uh, Again, Taysom Hill has been playing really well in the last little bit. Um, I think he's on the up, even though he does go against Philly here, uh, which apparently does well against QBs. But I still think his rushing and the passing threat is something that will work in my favor. Um, Locke has got a good matchup as well. Uh, Dalvin Cook is going to get like 30-something plus touches. So um Eckler is also back like these are good players on my team that have really good potential to put up huge numbers whereas if you look on the flip side he's really only got Devontae Adams that stands out yeah no you, you make some fair points there and I think uh I like your pickup this week of Joey Sly the kicker for Carolina Panthers who's matched up against Denver the worst team against uh kickers um mm-hmm. and and Joey Sly earlier in the season they were willing to throw him out there for like a 64 yarder. So, you know, you know, he'll, he'll stretch him. He'll get his kicks in. Maybe that'll be, you know, the extra bonus. Maybe he gives you a um, Marcus's kickers uh, coup level performance. So uh, yeah. I, li- I like your path to victory there. Sook, do you buy it at all? Or do you think it's just complete trash? 
No, no, no. The trash has been eliminated. They're not in the playoffs. Remember, we, we don't talk about those guys, anymore. <laughs> but they're still on the podcast. <laughs> unfortunate, unfortunate. We can't really do much about that one. So, um, <laughs> no, I, I think even despite Arjun's twenty-one, I think Low will take it. I don't like Arjun's like running back situation. Whatever the fuck's happening, there's too many options, and <laughs> it's just fucked. Like I don't, I don't think. I think this could be like twenty points on the bench again. Um, you never know with Deontay Johnson either. Herbert hasn't been, you know, the spectacular Herbert that we're used to seeing either the last few games. Uh, he is against Atlanta, so maybe he brings it back. But we also have Ty Lockett against the Jets. So, yeah, I want to pick Flo. Flo, okay. Man, you're going to continue the I mean, trend I'm, here. I'm, or are you going to support Arjun like you have been? Oh, man. It's hard to go against Devontae Adams. Um, that's the only reason I kind of do want to go for Arjun. And then Ju- Juju. Uh, we talked about it. I, I don't really trust him either. So, and Lockett's hit or miss. I think, I mean, I think I'm going to have to go with Arjun, man. I don't know why I'm still stuck to Devonte Adams here, but I think, I think Arjun takes it and this, uh, this will conclude Flo's amazing run of um, Flo's exciting run, I guess I should say. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I, Sorry, I echo the, the sentiment there. Um, I think uh, the 21 points are going to be hard to overcome. Herbert just pooped hard against New England. I mean, yes, he'll probably have a bounce back performance against Atlanta, but will it be enough? Especially like, I think that Higgins question mark is, is rough. I think that wide receiver two position for flow just isn't going to cut it um, or flex position, whichever one you want to call it. So I'm giving this one to, to Arjun. Um, and I guess Arjun gets a, a little bit more fun in this league before eventually getting matched up with me or whoever and, and losing. So with that, we have uh, predicted next week's matchups. But because we're into playoffs, we'll be coming back with a little bit more of our prediction spice, BRB. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everyone. So next up, we're going to do a little new segment here. We're going to predict who we think is going to win for the remainder of the playoffs. So semi quarterfinals, we already did our predictions. We're going to predict semifinals and then finals. So I'll start with me. I predicted um, that Tom would win between him and Sahil and that I would win between uh, me and Arjun. I think the person who is going to win after that is obviously me. So I will be in the finals after that. Um, Then on the other side, it was, uh, I predicted Marcus would win and AC would win. Uh, hmm. I think Marcus does come out with the win against AC. And then in the finals, obviously, obviously, I will take the (laughs) trophy and... I will have a nine-game winning streak by the end. How many cartons of eggs are you going to buy with that trophy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your prize all the money. eggs in the and world. All the money. All the eggs. Uh, how many of your brothers and sisters will you save? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's my predictions. Let's turn it over to uh, Sahil. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen for the rest of the year? 
so based on my predictions, the semis that match up or the semis that get created are Marcus versus AC and then myself versus Arjun. Uh, AC's already raised the white flag. So he's out. Marcus wins. Marcus is going to make it to the finals. And we know that Arjun isn't going to make it to the finals the second year in a row. Uh, it will be me meeting Marcus in the finals. And it will be me beating Marcus in the finals. Um, and the reason is, is because of all the pickups and strappiness that I've had throughout this whole season. I've been fighting adversity and I finally have my running backs back. I have solid, you know, like look at Miles Gaskin in week 16. He's against the fourth ranked Raiders. Um, you know, Mostert's got Arizona. So I think I've, I have purposely built my team for the playoffs and I think it's going to pay, pay off. Okay. All right. Bold predictions, bold predictions. I'll, Mark is going to get Christian McCaffrey back too at the end there. We'll see how that pans out. Okay. <laughs> Suck, you're up next. Who do you think is going to win in the semis and the finals? Well, I've already picked myself to beat the best team in the league. So, you know, uh, I'm going to keep that going here. And I'm going to drop <laughs> another dub on AC here. Um, the other game got Egg versus Hal. So, man, you have, you have been fighting your, your fight over there. Good for you, buddy. But I think uh, Egg is going to beat this motherfucker. And last... I've, uh, this is my Cinderella story, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going the whole fucking way. I'm winning the whole thing. I'm going to run this last table. Aaron Jones is going to give me 120, 130 over the last three weeks. I'm going to win. <laughs> Johnson's going to come back too, right? No, no, no. I don't know about that guy. COVID's pretty, uh, pretty <laughs> Damn, okay. All in on Jones there. That's my I don't know, man. No. Dude, I if I don't win, if I don't win this week, y'all fucked. Anyway, you might as well believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's coming back. Y'all actually fucked. <laughs> okay, and uh, last but not least, well, maybe, maybe yes, least because he's not wow. even in the playoffs. Um, Manny, <laughs> are you guys all forgetting that Jerry <laughs> plays in this league too? Yeah, but you're uh, on the uh, podcast. Yeah, he doesn't play in the league anymore. Neither do you. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Manny, Joey did score more points than you on the season, just so you know. <laughs> God. All right. And, 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 and being out of the playoffs, you might be able to give us a little bit more of an objective view of how these <laughs> will play out. We all picked ourselves. Because we all picked ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. So let's give you, let's give you guys a reality check here. Eh? Um, I think Arjun beats Sahil. I think oh, that's for sure. Um, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Guaranteeing that one. Arjun, don't let me down, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, the one, yeah, honestly, I, man, I really want to pick AC for this win against um, Marcus, but you guys remember how butthurt Marcus was when we didn't pick him to beat Suck? And he went off for so he long. <laughs> he just would not let it go. And I think this is going to be the same. So I, I'm going to give him this one and say Marcus does beat um, AC. Uh, but I think it'll be a close matchup. And I think um, I think Marcus beats Arjun. I just think his team's too strong. And with he still doesn't have CNC, guys. So uh, I, I don't think he loses this one. I think it's his to win. And at least this way, he won't come at me in the f- chat saying, hey, you didn't pick me. Remember when you guys didn't pick me? Remember when you guys saw this guy <laughs> would beat me? 
guy has a freaking long memory and uh, man your predictions actually have some weight um you and i are tied for being the best predictors on the season in terms of matchups we've both correctly predicted 16 of 25 matchups sook right behind us at 15 of 25 matchups uh for getting that farm pass our guest slot repping a good 10 of 25 predictions for 40 percent um so we'll, we'll see we'll see how all of that uh pans out as well so it sounded like you were about to say something no no i'm good Oh, okay. I was just happy I got that farm pass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> aren't, aren't, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Um, so I think uh, that about wraps up our show for this week. Uh, any final thoughts, uh, Egg, on, uh, on how the season has been, uh, your story, your name, moving forward? Um. I was in, like, ninth place at some point, and I'm pretty sure... I'm an unstoppable force by now. Like my team's come back from like the depths of fantasy and now we are taking it all the way. So see y'all at the end. I'm taking my trophy. I'm taking all my eggs, whatever you guys want to call it, but it's, it's mine. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't get a trophy. You get a $200 egg. <laughs> yeah, we'll buy Dude, Matt, fa- can we have a egg. discussion about that? Like <laughs> we, did. we did it. We decided. <laughs> no, I wasn't part of the discussion. Yeah, it was only unbiased opinions. Couldn't have you in there. <laughs> exactly. You're you're too close to this flow. So, yeah. Uh, Sook, uh, we are done. Episode seven. We are done. The regular season. Um, what have your kind of thoughts uh, been on on how things have been and then things moving forward? Um, you know, things have been uh, been rocky up and down this season. You know, we had mm-hmm. some some rough games, some good games, mostly rough games. <laughs> uh, but you know, I'm I'm in the playoffs despite my points for and the points against. It's it's the it's the Cinderella story, boys. That's just don't forget it's the Cinderella story. Hey, you've called it. It's documented. We'll see if it comes through. And uh, Manny, how are you going to stay engaged with the fantasy season given that you have no more games? I know personally, um, you know, anytime you get kicked out of playoffs, I don't know what it's like to not make playoffs, but when you get kicked out of playoffs. Um, you kind of just disconnect. Like I personally just stop caring. Like I don't care who's in the finals and I don't care what's happening. Um, how, how are you feeling about the, the league moving forward? See, I'm so passionate. I do care. Okay. I good. care. Yeah. I care about one thing and that's that you do not make it there. That's it. That's going to be the sole purpose for watching those playoffs or keeping in touch with it. And, um, but honestly, man, I'm just, I'm in scouting mode looking for forward to next year's draft based on my performance this year's who, who knows if I'll even be let in. Thank God for Joey getting last place. You know, if there was relegation, at least I avoided that. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's not much else. Uh, All right, so the, the hate, the hate will uh, will keep your passion alive, and for the rest of us, our chance at victory will keep our passions alive. That is an end to episode seven, an end to our regular season. We will be back next week with the playoff recaps and uh, maybe maybe a few other surprises. So thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you, and bye bye.